Hey everyone, it is JC and welcome back to Forever Single. As always, I'm here with the beautiful host, Marjani. How are you feeling today? I am feeling great. Day uh, 105 of the quarantine, just Ooh. hanging out. Yes, and we are going through tragic traumatic, horrible dating stories from uh, Marjani's past here. And today is very exciting because we're going to talk about those dates that you go on where the person comes in with this superiority complex. So that's always pretty terrible. So what are we going to title today's episode? You know, I hate a know-it-all. We are going to call this disaster date um, Harry Potter and the Princess of the Law. I'm geared up. So take us back. When did this start? How did you start talking with this individual? Give us our background. Um, so this time, y'all, we're branching off on our apps. I actually met her on Match. What? Match. That's when you know shit is getting real it's serious. Cert- I'm about to say that's certified right there. That's when desperation really, really kicks in. Yeah. So like when you're scrolling through Match and you start to get to, you know, page 50 and the looks are starting to deteriorate more and more. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. Like the match percentage was probably like 79. And I'm like, hmm, this could be bad or good. We don't know. But you're so into it and like just you want someone so bad that after page 57, you're like, uh, maybe just one more page. Extend radius. Extend radius. (laughs) Three hours later. Extend age. (laughs) Tucson's fine. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I met her on match. I don't even remember how long we talked. And um, I was like, you know what? I'm in the mood for some oysters and a martini. So let's meet at Casey Moore's uh, Oyster House in Tempe. So um, it was a little later at night. I think it might have been a weekday or something like that. So um, I get there early, which I kind of like because I like to see how they walk. So I like to be there first. So um, I got there early and she arrived maybe 20 minutes late. And so by that point, I'd already started drinking a little bit. I had my martini. And so she finally shows up and I'm like, oh, man, (laughs) woo! (laughs) let's just break this down. What does she look like? She actually looked exactly like her pictures. Okay. But she her hair, she looked like Tegan and Sarah had a baby with Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a short bob comb over. And it was just like flat, kind of like helmet hair. And it just was just lank and just like laying on her forehead. I was like, girl, that is not the style for anyone in the modern ages. That reminds me of like a character from the Three Stooges. <laughs> Damn near, yeah. Um, and she was super tall and skinny. And she had these really big um, brown eyes that were kind of far apart. She kind of looked like a turtle, like overall. She was, uh, shout out uh, Dana Carvey, she was uh, turly enough for the Turtle Club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um i was just having my drink and i was like oh yeah like let's order and she starts quizzing first of all she's bringing up the fact that she's late she's like i am sorry that i am late and i'm like oh it's fine and she's like well how did you get here i was like my vehicle and then she like takes a look at my drink and then looks back at me and she goes well the reason that i was late is because i ubered (laughs) Um, because I do not condone drinking and driving. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, at this point, she hadn't even sat down. So she was kind of like still standing, like looking at me, like quizzing me about how I arrived. And I'm like, 
you haven't even sat down. You're already like harassing me over like random facts. And I'm like defending myself. I'm like, well, okay, like, yeah, but I'm only going to have one drink. I'm like, why am I already explaining myself? Justifying yourself, she's coming in. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, here we go. And so I was just like, all right, you know how when you, you can already tell a date is not going to go very well and you kind of get this like sense of like, I don't give a fuck, Mm -hmm. like attitude, you start saying whatever. (laughs) So I'm leaning back, I'm having my martini and then we start talking about our careers and what we do and she starts talking about her career path and she's like, you know what, I just have to say that I am very affluent. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, hold the fucking phone. (laughs) She said she she starts by saying, I'm very affluent. Am I saying it right? Affluent? I'm very affluent. (laughs) And I'm just like, and she's looking me dead in the eye and like, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, Number, the second rule in the book, besides don't talk about politics on the first date or exes, is you don't randomly tell a stranger that you think you're rich. (laughs) No. Like, that's, you just don't, I don't, uh, like, I don't even want to be dating someone for three years and talk to them about finances or, like, anything like that. Like, that, that, on a, let alone a first date. Yes. And so I'm just, like, looking at her, I'm like, oh, are you? And I'm thinking, like, wow, I wonder what she does. She uses that to get pussy, apparently. <laughs> I'm just like, what is this? And so then she's like, yes, um, so I work part-time at a law office, and I make over $50,000 a year. Wait a minute. <laughs> what is this manic, robotic energy? Like, she's, like, short-circuiting. Yes, and I'm like, $50,000 is not a lot of money. I mean, it's a decent amount of money. It also would make sense for an entry-level position, but that's not being well off. And then she keeps going. She's like, yes, because of the amount of money that I make, um, my lifestyle, I can do whatever I want, and I'm very grateful, and I can travel. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, dear. <laughs> on 50, on 50K? Yeah, on 50K. She's very thankful. You know, other people just don't, they just don't have that lifestyle. No, she's very affluent. <laughs> so i'm like okay don't even know how we got on this but she suddenly starts asking me random questions but it's not like a fun lead-in like oh let's pull up some questions and you know do icebreakers she just goes from that to talking about you know she starts quizzing me and so she's sitting up super straight with her hands in her lap and her back super straight and she's like barely sipping her drink and she's just trying to put on this whole air of like royalty and she's like, so um, tell me about a memory from your childhood. And I'm like, my childhood? I don't even remember what I did yesterday. <laughs> I, I'm about to say she's about to pull out a Rorschach test next. <laughs> just like, what is going on, Freud? So then I was like, yeah, like I gave her some generic answer. And then she goes, so what is a toy from your childhood that had a great effect on you? Wait, what? And I'm like, what, a fucking easy bake oven? Like, I don't know what you want from me. I have never even conceptualized asking such a question. It was so random. Like, the questions about my childhood were so random. But they're not endearing because you don't know this individual yet. No. Yeah. And I'm like, well, 
Like, why can't we talk about, I don't know, like, what do you talk about on the first date? Like, just general things about you. You don't go in depth about your past and your infancy. No, more more so you got to talk about your future, what you want to do, what you're passionate about, all that yes. stuff. Avoid the skeletons for later and for all the later. toys, the delightful toys from your childhood exactly. later. So she kind of led herself into the next one. The next one was, uh, what was the most rebellious thing you did as a child? And I was like... Oh, I know. I smoked a cigarette. And I gave her the whole rundown about how, like, my parents were at work and how I was, like, 11 or 12 and how I did this, like, on the balcony. And he, uh, my dad came home as I was doing it. And I'm just going into this full story. And she just stops dead in her tracks and her eyes are bulging. And she's like, <gasps> I go, what? She's like, why would you ever do that? And I'm like, well... I just think kids do the darndest things. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just a kid. I'm experimenting. I know it's something I shouldn't be doing. That's why I did yeah, it. Yeah, and that's what makes it, I don't know, rebellious. Hence the question, lady. <laughs> and she's just like, she has her hands like on the table and she's like sitting up real proper and real straight. I'm like, are you about to call the law office? Like, am I in trouble? <laughs> she's like, why would you ever do that? And I was just like, well, yeah, I mean, she's like, I just don't understand. I'm like, well, I didn't smoke the cigarette on my way to the date. I'm talking about something that occurred nearly, like, 12 years ago. Yeah. And then she's sitting there just like, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, okay, lady, like, you are crazy. So I don't even know how long we ended up in that bar, but I was just, we ordered our oysters, and that was a whole nother scene. She has never eaten oysters before. <laughs> okay. She was just... I'm not even going to go into Can't Wait, pause. I have to ask this question, right? Is eating oysters really a sexual, hot type of image? No. Because you think about movies, it's like, oh, like the, you know, the oysters are slurping and glurping no. and all that stuff. No. It, it's, it's a talent. First of all, it's like, have you ever seen the Mary Kay and Ashley episode about cute food? No. There's cute food and then there's like not cute food to eat on a date. So like pasta is not cute food, but like pizza is cute food. So anything that makes a mess is not cute food. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, this is about to be a mess. Like, because you have to just scrape it off and it has to be perfectly aligned. And she was not having it. She was, <laughs> it was a scene. I was just watching her struggle. She was like coughing. She's like, <laughs> I was like. Jesus Christ. The oysters were probably pissed like our aquatic counterpart has decided to go against us. Like, she is. The visual of her trying to get that oyster down. I was just like, I need to go. There's always that point in the day where I'm like, I need to go home. I cannot take any more of this. So she ends up, we end up going outside. It was a really nice night in the winter time. So we could be outside and we couldn't find a spot because um, Casey's is really popular. So we decided to sit at the little fireplace that they have. And I feel like I was out there for five hours. <laughs> she started talking about her sisters and her parents and her life. And I'm like, this is the end of the date. You see what I mean? Like we've already paid for a bill. We've yep. had like the entire time and she's telling all this other information. I'm like... I thought this was just like a, a five minute little stop for us to talk outside for a little bit. Like it doesn't have to be all this dramatic. So by the time we finally get to the car, she's like, so um, would you like to go out with me again? I'm like, yeah. She's like, do you like me? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and you know that like painful stony like feeling in your face when you know you're lying? Yeah. 
I was like, I'm like trying to grimace, but like I'm hoping my lip isn't shaking. <laughs> and I was like, okay, bye. And I jumped in the car. And then um, a couple days later, we went to Portland. Me and you went to Portland. And uh, it was like a five day, five day trip. So that whole five days we were there, I never texted her or messaged her again. And I, I got away smooth. <laughs> she asked, do you like me? Yeah. Oh, no. I'm like, well, me agreeing to the second date first would suggest that I like you, but, you know. Was, like, the first half of the date, like, a vetting process <laughs> where she's doing the interview, like, can can we get to the next step, where then she goes, okay, let me tell you everything about me. Yes. But the date should be wrapping up at yes. that point. Yes, it was something. I would have been so scared of her. She would have abused me like a Giannina and <laughs> love is blind. Who would have she thought? She would have beat me. I'm about to say, who would have thought that Franklin the Turtle was such a, you know, a tyrant? <laughs> <laughs> so just kind of wrapping everything up, what do you kind of take away from this whole experience? Goodness gracious. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I have never seen. She was just completely into every rule you could possibly follow just all into her law assistant program and she had this grand idea that she's rich so i don't know what was going on in her head but we were not a match that is the moral <laughs> of the story and everyone who's listening never tell anyone how much money you make on the first date whether they ask or not but definitely if they don't ask do not say anything dang yeah She's dealing with some power struggles and superiority there. <laughs> Crazy. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening. And we will see you next time on Forever, Forever Single. Single.